score. Oh, oh. Damian Burke with the block. Oh, and the hustle play. Well, we found a highlight. Uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 oh, the boys came boo. in early, mate. Boo. Well, he didn't put up a lot, great lot of threes. Um, defend, defend, defend. Six-time Defensive Player of the Year. Damian Martin, Defensive Player of the Year award. <sighs> mate. Don't take the gloss off this beautiful moment. No, last night was a beautiful moment on the run home with uh, Sean Reddidge coming in, the last man to have his number. (laughs) Yeah, well, there he was, and Hayes was blown away by it, but none more so than Damien Martin. Brought a tear to the eye of the great man and one of our favourites, of course, and probably the most favourite with Hutchie. Hutchie seems to have fallen in love with the bloke. He seems to get the... You can't not, I'm telling you. He gets the easy roster. Anyway, congratulations, mate. Uh, The singlet's being retired. What a great occasion it was yesterday. Quite emotional. Mate, are you telling me I've set my alarm to wake up to we found one highlight, he's overrated, we can't believe what's going on, Hutchie's lost the plot doing this. Uh, yep. hey, always a pleasure, never a chore. Thanks for having me on. So it was a bit of, bit of hay fever. A bit of hay fever snuck into the studio last night. That's all that was. So you had no idea? None. And I've realised a couple of things. I've now realised how easy it is for my wife to keep secrets from me. Because she's apparently done for over a week. And just how naive I am to little things in life that should have given away hints. Because earlier yesterday, Britt said, oh, I might actually bring the girls in uh, to meet you after the show and we'll have dinner. And I'm like, we'd never take the three little ones out for dinner because it's a horrible experience with three rug rats in a public setting. So, uh, But it didn't click. And so I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. What a great idea. Uh, and then just, yeah, Sean actually coming into the studio when, you know, as you know, we'd typically just do that type of interview over the phone. And then when he walked in, I was like, oh, Sean, thanks for coming in. That's awesome. So completely naive to all of it, had no idea and was taken aback. And uh, yeah, just one of those moments I'll never forget. <laughs> what does it mean? I honestly don't know how to explain it. And I was completely taken aback when he told me and, you know, I was overcome uh, with emotion. So just sitting back last night, and to be honest, I haven't even opened the messages I've been sent, but just reading yeah, where they've been sent from it has meant the world to me. <laughs> Sorry, Scotty. I'll get back to you on the next mate. It's, it's last on the list, but I will get back to it. Uh, but, uh, but, but everyone you meet along the way, you know, Scotty and I met when I was in the back end of my career. He'd already retired, but we've gone on to develop a, you know, a lifelong friendship, and that was through sport. Matty Nielsen was one of my favourite teammates of all time and the assistant coaches with the Spurs, Bryce Cotton. You know, I caught up with Jesse Wagstaff, Brad Robbins, Greg Hire, and all of our families last night to celebrate, which was fitting considering we all started as young single guys and now we're all happily married with kids and three of us retired and Jesse at the back end of his career as well. So, yeah, it's just been a, a great 24 hours just reminiscing and reading, you know, old old names that I'll eventually read the message from. Now, when they actually... <laughs> so, so is it Feb 4 they're going to... Hang it up. Is that the is that the date that I heard? Yeah, and I love that it's February fourth because that's my mum's birthday. And as corny as it sounds, it really did all start with the sacrifices mum and dad made, just simply getting me to and from training sessions. Gloucester's an hour and a half away from Newcastle. Mum and dad had five kids in six years, and between them, they managed to get me to all these training sessions mm. while still, you know, making sure the other four kids were loved, taken care of, and the hours spent in cars, the hours dad would put in the work, then jump in the car and drive, while, while mum was essentially a single mother of four for two, three, four days a week. So all these things just came flooding back to me last night, but... It's just really fitting. It's um, you know happening on Mum's birthday. Uh, Ladbrokes have framed a market that you won't show up on time for the unveiling <laughs> of your singlet. Can you just shed some light on whether you've, you know you've set the set the alarm for that date? 
Uh, a dollar four, it's unbackable. There is no chance of saying I'll do anything on time. There's one commitment I make in life, and, and that's apologising for being late to everything. Hey, one of our great listeners, Damo in Frosty, down there in Denmark, says, Morning, old Damien Martin, the best import to come out of New South Wales since Adam Gilchrist. That's high esteem. <laughs> I'll take that. It's funny, I mentioned, Scotty, you and I, you know, connecting through AFL and into basketball, and the same can be said for Gilly. But with Gilly, years ago, this going back to about 2012, they wanted to team us up to have mentors. And for the first couple of years, I went with a, a business person, a lawyer, who helped merge Free Hills Law Firm. Um, and then I thought, oh, you know what, I wouldn't mind getting a sports person now. And so I actually reached out to Adam Gilchrist to be my mentor, and he and he refused. He said no. <laughs> 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 he, he, he was very polite in it. He said, oh, you don't need There's nothing I can teach you, yada, yada, yada. And we've remained friends ever since. But I can honestly say Adam Gilchrist refused to be my mentor when I moved to WA. <laughs> I, I think he thought I was the cricketer. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, that is too Oh, that's going to come back. That's too good. Hey, Talk about that again. The number 53. Now, normally when you... you, I I don't think there's other players inside the Wildcats system that would be clamouring to be given 53. You know, like you wanted 15 or you want 7 or you want, you know, know. 11. I mean, they're great numbers. So, Single digits, mate. So retiring 53, it's nice for you, but... For the future of the game, I don't think it's going to get in the way of the aspirations of young kids. Why number 53? Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, I kind of backed away from answering this, honestly, on, on our show. So I might as well just tell you guys the truth. So I, number five was the number that was given for your, your second best player on the team. Uh, this growing up in Gloucester, so the Gloucester Advocate would come, would come out every Wednesday and it announced the teams, the four teams and under 10s. And number four, which was your best player, so I really wanted to be number four, was given to Ben Island. Um, the selectors thought Ben Island was a better player. I was number five, and I remember being livid that I you know, wasn't the best player on the team. Uh, but anyway, we had a good season. I fell in love with the number five, so I always played with number five. And then when I joined the Wildcats, Martin Catalini had already played at the Olympics by then. He was coming back to Perth. He wanted the number five, and he took priority. So he wore five, and I thought, okay, I'll just go 55, two fives. Um, But then I got a call after my first game because I did work for a game, and uh, Nick Marvin, who was the CEO at the time, he said, oh, look, in case we were to ever retire Cal Bruton's number, do you mind changing your number? And, oh, my wife's going to kill me. But my <laughs> girlfriend at that time, her favourite number was three. So that I'll get some brownie points here. I was going five and three. Uh, so I did. Um, but now now I'd like to think that I got married on the 3rd of April to my incredible, loving, kind, caring, forgiving wife, Brittany. So it's five for early days and gotcha. three for my anniversary. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's five and three for the ex. Liar, <laughs> as they say. Liar. Nice I can't believe he told that story. I know, I can't believe it. No, but you know what? Now you've seen how many secrets Brick can keep from you, don't worry about it. You'll be fine, mate. She's clearly <laughs> yeah. a really good secret uh, keeper. Oh, no, she's uh, she's at the top of the stairs looking at me and, and it looks good to speak. Um, <laughs> Time so to go to work, I mate. I could be a fourth affair by myself. <laughs> Time uh, to go to work, buddy. Off uh, your trot. Well, go got, quick. Well, Jonesy, on the text, Jonesy, good on you, Mardo. Uh, is he a better basketball or broadcaster? What a legend. Well done. Scotty says, Mardo, uh, did your parents not own a TV? Five kids. Congrats on the honour. Scotty from Bayswater. <laughs> Lots of great texts from you already, mate. Hey, congratulations. Universally loved, brother. Universally loved. And if people want to catch uh, inspiring sports stories that I did with Damien a couple of weeks, 
weeks ago. It's on the uh, SEN podcast, and uh, you'll love the catch-up. It's a, it's a, you're a great storyteller. You're a great colleague, and congratulations on the achievement. This is, this is a great honour for you and well-deserved. No, thanks, Bill. I appreciate absolutely everything.